welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. All right, everyone, we're back with another exciting, very exciting episode of Straight Talk SolarCast. Uh, with us today, we have both uh, Timna and Catherine from Simplify Batteries. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Well, a uh, little bit about Simplify. We are really excited. We just we have our first project uh, that we're going to be installing, hopefully by the end of the month. And then we have a second project coming. Uh, and so we are really excited because Simplify has a different battery technology and battery chemistry that uh, everyone in the in the solar world is discussing. And I was hoping we could uh, talk a little bit about that first. Absolutely. Great. Go ahead. <laughs> what makes uh, Simplify a little bit different than the other battery solutions available? Yeah, uh, Simplify Power founded in 2010 and really with a goal to design and manufacture uh, the highest efficiency uh, batteries that could be available on the market. We began to innovate energy storage and management systems. And for us in 2010, it was really important to take a stand in the market around the chemistry. And chemistry matters and so does form factor. So when we founded in 2010, the predominant chemistry was LCO, lithium cobalt oxide. And then over the years, as the industry progressed, uh, L, uh, lithium with manganese, cobalt, nickel. And, and so now we have NCA and uh, NMC. But for us, we were looking to achieve probably four predominant goals leveraging energy storage. And that was to create security and to take care of resilience. And we're certainly seeing that today and the critical importance of that with power outages and interruptions and grid uh, services. So from our perspective, the LFP, the lithium iron phosphate or ferrophosphate was really the only chemistry of choice because it removed cobalt and cobalt especially in the early days with uh, consumer electronics, that chemistry was designed for smaller format batteries. Hmm. Okay. Because of the heat and the thermal profile of cobalt in lithium batteries, it was thought early in the industry, size alone would mitigate risk. And so small format batteries for uh, laptop, laptops, cell phones, and so as you scale up those batteries, you scale up the risk as well. For us, oh that was a proposition. We were always about creating security and resilience. Number two, overriding our goal was to solve intermittency. And again, early in the industry, intermittency was relegated to renewables only. 
And okay. we're seeing all over the country, indeed all over the world, that intermittency actually ref, uh, has great relevance when you think about grid infrastructure and top-down centralized transmission and distribution. So if we're going to solve intermittency and security leveraging energy storage, it has to be safe. It cannot be a toxic, uh, unstable and hazardous chemistry that fundamentally puts the end user, the customer at risk. Um, our goal was also as a mission-based company to reach the 1.2 billion in 2010 that were without power lived beyond the grid. And so we were very focused on not just grid-side uh, installations, but also off-grid and bringing energy and power to communities that otherwise were marginalized simply because they didn't have access to power or diesel generators. And then, of course, the transition to a higher percentage of renewable energy. And again, chemistry matters there because we're talking about clean energy and renewable energy. Why use a toxic battery to store that clean energy? And when you say toxic battery, which which are some of the, or maybe you can't say the brands, but uh, the chemistry that you're saying is toxic is the LPO, the lithium ion uh, batteries? It's the lithium, under the rubric lithium ion, there are many different classes of chemistry. So what I'm referring to specifically still on the market today is LCO, lithium cobalt oxide, the NMC and the NCA. Uh, and if you look at fires, whether it's laptone, laptops, cell phones, or as you then scale up in capacity, multi-megawatt hour installations, the fire at uh, APS, the Fluent battery, that was based on LG Chem, I believe NMC. And, and so chemistry does matter as well as form factor. All the elements that go into a battery that is not hazardous, but also has a high performance rate, high efficiency, that is what we control as a manufacturer of our own batteries. We do not white label um, and can control the performance profile of a battery, which is so important for the ROI and the economics. How about an end of life with the, you know, the toxicity of the batteries? That seems to be a really big question that uh, not a lot of people are answering. Yes, uh, even with lead acid batteries, you can say that they can be recycled. But anytime you're recycling something that's toxic and hazardous like lead or acid, or in this, co in this discussion, cobalt, uh, it adds to the complexity, the danger, and the cost. And again, for our company, looking at cradle-to-cradle -cradle principles from extraction, uh, and extraction with cobalt means child labor. A lot of the world's uh, greatest deposits of cobalt are coming out of the Democratic Republic of the Congo, um, where child labor and mining practices are such that we chose not to participate in that supply chain. And as you say, all the way to uh, second life batteries are recycling. So part of that proposition is to ensure that batteries have the longest cycle life possible. And your question, end of life, our warranty provides 10,000 cycles, but end of life, you're still going to have 80% capacity in the battery. Great. And the, the warranty is for 10 years. And so at the end of 10 years, you'll have 80% capacity. So probably in 20 years, it'll probably be at 50%. 
<laughs> well, it's it's not a linear curve. I will say that, but okay. yes, the warranty uh, is for ten years. But we uh, people will have batteries much longer than ten years, and we're one of the few companies that offers a ten year warranty. And we've been around as long as our batteries have, and have early earlier deployments in the mobile portable systems uh, that go before two thousand ten. Sure. Uh, we we get a lot, of course, a lot of people are really familiar with the Tesla Powerwall. And one of the things they really like about it is that it is, it's a really clean looking, it was really a lot of people not, they have no concept of the, of the chemistry or end of life or warranty or anything. They just think it looks cool. And so uh, can you tell me about the Simplify? And uh, I, I, I am familiar with the enclosures that are available. Uh, but I know these batteries are really heavy and uh, getting them mounted on a wall would be a little bit challenging, but I uh, wanted to get your perspective on that. Yeah, I'll let Timna jump in. She's yeah. an applications engineer, but I'll just say that our batteries uh, are mounted on walls and we've had mm-hmm. uh, 20, 40 mounted on walls with brackets. Yep. One of the reasons that we've built a fully integrated unit like the Access using these batteries that can be put on a wall, shelves, cabinets, uh, et cetera, is we really approach the market to be as scalable and flexible as possible. Uh, so we don't preclude other inverter charge controllers. All over the world, people have on-grid and off-grid systems with pre-existing charge controllers and uh, inverters. And so our open source approach allows us to have a very flexible solution to meet the customer's project requirements, not to shoehorn in a solution uh, that really doesn't fit what their needs are. And Timna, sorry, I'll I'll stop there. So yeah, there are some enclosures. There's the uh, battery only storage system that Simplify has that acts as kind of an enclosure and a battery combiner box all in one. Um, And it's a nice looking cabinet. Um, And then there's also the access system that includes an inverter and the batteries also in a cabinet. So that kind of sleek look is achievable Mm -hmm. with Simplify's products. But to, to add on to what Catherine was saying, I think that the small building blocks uh, that Simplify has are much easier to work with. If I personally, and I'm a five foot tall woman, can pick up each of these batteries to install them, then um, I think that that speaks to the ease of installation and actually having a smaller battery to work with um, is is, uh, a lot easier. Sure. As installers, we appreciate that. And you know, one of the one of the reasons that Simplify is is uh, really preferable is that it can be used to back up an entire home and not just some key circuits. Can you speak up? Uh, speak a little bit about that. Right. So each battery is rated at three point eight kilowatt hours total. We recommend a maximum 80% depth of discharge, so that puts you at about 3 kilowatt hours usable. That battery can be used as a building block to scale up to whatever kilowatt hour requirement or power requirement the end customer has. And every time someone calls Simplify and they have a project that we're working on, 
We ask about all of those specifics. What the customer wants to achieve with their battery is really the the goal, right? So um, the the scalability is is huge as well as the assistance that we can provide in terms of programming a variety of different inverter or charge controller equipment so that the system functions the way that the customer has envisioned. Great. In in our Google trend research, we've determined that uh, there's a lot of people searching for batteries and a lot of people searching for Tesla alternatives. And so uh, there's there's a huge opportunity, which is why we're really excited to have you both on the podcast. And we will definitely include all of the, uh, the ways that people can uh, find Simplify. Uh, but we're already at 12 minutes, which I said was it flies right by. So uh, anything parting you want to leave our customer or our, our listeners to and they, a lot of our customers? <laughs> but go ahead. Well, I think um, just in terms of the flexibility uh, on a comparative basis, the fact that we don't have in small print in our warranty that ambient temperatures of yeah. 76 or 86 degrees have to be maintained yeah. to protect the warranty. The mm-hmm. fact that we have such a uh, wide operating temperature um, so that in very hot climates, uh, the installation or the battery warranty is not at risk, much less the customer being at risk. And then, of course, what Timna was describing, the, the BOSS battery-only system and the access, those, those can be installed indoors and outdoors. And very often, people's space in their garages or homes is precious. They don't want to mm-hmm. give up for equipment. So really trying to create a, a versatile solution that can be installed and utilized in many different use cases, AC coupling, DC coupling, um, on-grid, off-grid, uh, uh, virtual power plants with utilities. The versatility is what we're really focused on. Great. Yes, we are as well. We'd uh, rather do what the customer wants than what we want, uh, but uh, there's always always give and take. And it sounds like with Simplify, uh, we can definitely provide what the customer is looking for. So very good. Okay. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up there. And uh, I, I have a zillion more questions. So maybe we'll have uh, Timna and Catherine back on uh, for another 10-minute uh, episode. But uh, our listeners tend to appreciate the, the brevity of our podcast and they don't get overwhelmed. But uh, I'll also put in the show notes uh, how to reach uh, Simplify. And uh, we definitely appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank you so much. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.